episode 124 weighing in with travis hartman i am b money the producer that over there coming to us from missouri yeah yeah talent weekend trav weekend trav controversial scoring overshadows this matchup from last night devin haney taking down vasily lomachenko by unanimous decision uh we got some stuff to talk about with this one I don't know, man. It's um, I'm kind of getting tired of this is what we hear about from boxing is weird judging, weird scoring, the refs screwing things up. What do you think uh, with Devin Haney taking down Lomachenko weekend, Trev? Well, to be fair, I do. The previous weekend we had Roly Romero. I think that was a horrific decision. Okay, Mm -hmm. first, that was horrific. There was no ifs and buts about that one. Um, I think this one was definitely a questionable decision. I chose Devin Hayden to win, so I'm probably going to be a little more biased towards the decision. <laughs> it makes me look good. I'm on a win streak right now. There you go. I'm on a two-fight win streak but uh, on my predictions. No, but listen, I thought it was a very close fight. Okay, Lomachenko, there's no way that he was ever going to blow Lomachenko out anyway. That guy is literally the Matrix. He's good. Right. Um, I think all of the punch stats that I looked at as well all really kind of did favor um, Lomachenko, except... I do believe Devin Haney landed at like a way higher percentage in power punches too. And a lot of judges score power punches. So I I don't know if the decision was, you know, corrupt or whatever else. I know that it was a very close fight. I know that Lomachenko was pretty touched up. I've never seen him that touched up. His face was super red. Um, He was super unhappy in the locker room did you see that little piece on him um when yeah. he was uh just crying and just I emotional felt, i mean and you know this as being a fighter yourself i mean it's an emotional deal um especially when you get that close to his end goal was to be the unanimous champ right uh or not unanimous yeah. chance the undisputed undisputed um you know so it's an emotional thing yeah he's touched up Devin haney was touched up too i mean when you look yeah. at this fight and, and folks at home you can look at the highlights of the fight I don't think you're going to watch the highlights of the fight and be like, man, Devin Haney won that thing clean. I don't think so. But here's what, what really <laughs> I irks, think you're right. Here's what irks me, Weekend Trav, is that that being said, you look at the judges' scorecards and and two of them, okay, well, 113, 115, that's close. That's a couple rounds. But one in particular, and this is from Judge Dave Moretti, he scored it 112, 116 for Haney, which is interesting because some of the knock on Lomachenko week and Trav is that he's a slow starter. Yeah. This kind of pushes back on that because Moretti actually had Lomachenko winning two of the first three rounds. Yet, yeah. Yet most people would say Lomachenko really came on the last half of the fight. It, the scoring just doesn't match up to the storyline weekend, Trav. And that's what I think really pisses boxing fans off when yep. they see stuff like this time and time again. And you mentioned Roly Romero. Just the fact that this was week after week, and these are these are top fights we talk about, and they're already, they're, they're marred in controversy. Yeah, and it does suck because like I even like I said last week, even though Roly Romero was the recipient of a bad call. It wasn't his fault. So right. that's what I hate about this is because Devin Haney and Lomachenko fought their asses off. Okay. It sucks that we're talking today about a questionable decision because those two warriors and that showed you how dejected Lomachenko was after that fight because he, he broke down. I've never seen that guy like that before. I don't think anybody did. And I think it was such a, a moment that just shows you that people are human. I mean, he was, he put his hands in his face and like, I mean, like I felt that I was like, Bro, that's yeah, that's a lot of hard work. He yeah. was trying to win the undisputed title back that he'd already had before. Um, trying to make you know, he's such a humble guy, man. He was thinking Bob Arum still, even in the post fight press conference, 
they gave Lomachenko every single opportunity with a question to throw the judges under the bus, to throw Devin Haney under the bus, and Lomachenko took the right. high road. You right. know what I mean? That's a champion to me. So whether he, he won or lost, he's a champion, man, because that mentality, the way he is, he's going to go back, even though he probably – on some people's scorecards could have won that fight, right? He's going to go back to the drawing board and be like, I can get yeah. better. And that's why I told people, I was like, even if Lomachenko loses this fight, a lot of people are like, if he loses this fight, he's probably done. I'm like, I don't think so. Because even if he does lose, I think he can always go back down a weight class. But now it's actually showing that, no, 135 wasn't too big for him. He more than held his own because yeah. a lot of people thought he could have won that fight. I just think he's missing power at this, at this weight class. He hit Devin Haney with some good stuff. But unfortunately, yeah. he just doesn't have the amount of power, in my opinion, to put someone like Haney on his butt. I mean, listen, Devin Haney's not doing himself any favors with this win. Uh, you know, he's barely in the ring afterwards because once Shakur Stevenson gets in and kind of, you know, contests some things verbally, Devin Haney was out of there, you know, like a lightning bolt. You got Devin Haney's father in the back saying, I don't think it was a close fight. I don't think it's going to warrant a rematch at all. Blah, blah, blah. They're not doing of themselves course. any favor. Yeah. And then on top of that, prior to the fight, the push, you know, heard around the boxing world, like who is this guy, who is <laughs> you this love guy, the Devin push. Haney? You loved that push. It's just, it's, who is this it guy? It stoked he, you. He's well, that's, my problem with him is that he's trying to be something that I don't think he's not. You can't, you can't praise Allah in one hand and then all of a sudden try to be a thug in the other hand. It doesn't really match up in my opinion. Um, but it is what it is. Devin Haney beats Vasily Lomachenko. Controversial, unanimous decision. We wouldn't quote it or, or call it another robbery necessarily, but there's a lot of fans and high-profile athletes, high-profile boxers yeah. raising their eyebrows this morning, which is Sunday, yeah. about this one weekend, Trav. Yeah, I mean, listen, it sucks because it was another great matchup for boxing. It was enough, and honestly, the fight was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you, you, the fight was it, it delivered. If you were there, the only thing that sucked was the final decision. Yeah, but the the battle, the smarts, the wit, the everything, uh, it 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 delivered. But you know, I think the only reason Lomachenko maybe is able to survive at one thirty five with little power in that division is because Devin Haney doesn't really have power either. Sure. Sure. So that's, he does, he's not really known for his knockout power. And Lomachenko even said that after the fight. He said, listen, ha have him fight uh, Lopez, have him fight, uh, I can't remember who else he mentioned. He said, he's like, I don't think there was a lot of power there. At least that, that he wasn't trying to be disrespectful. He they, they were just asking him fair questions about it. He doesn't yeah. think that that was his toughest matchup that he's had. Yeah, I mean, listen, Lomachenko's good, man. There, nobody ever, I didn't pick against him because I thought he wasn't good. Sure, I picked sure. against him because I really... I do believe Devin Haney has the ability to run that division long-term still. I just think Lomachenko is a different fighter, man. He's a different animal. He's not your typical guy. So I think if – this is business speaking here. I think if Devin Haney is actually smart, he doesn't rematch Lomachenko because it's not going to be much different. So what you need to do is you need to put as much time and people – in between this fight, as soon as you can, you need to get back in that ring, fight somebody else so they can quickly put this behind you and nobody's talking about it anymore. And if they're smart, that's what they're going to do. But if their ego gets in the way, they're going to try to rematch Lomachenko and it's not going to go much different because well, Lomachenko just, is Lomachenko. It just really depends on what's in the contract, I suppose. Now, question to you to kind of switch gears, but still talking about Devin Haney. We keep hearing, hearing the name and I know I've thrown it around and we all, he obviously was in the ring with him after the fight. Shakur Stevenson. Uh, do we think we can try? Do you think I should say 
Devin Haney has the potential of ducking Shakur Stevenson and just moving up to 140. Yes, but if he does that, there's a lot of guys that have moved up to 142. You know, you got Ryan Garcia at 140. Not that Ryan Garcia can beat Devin Haney, I don't think. But you got Rolly Romero moving up there. You got Tiafimo Lopez up there. You got Josh Taylor up there. I don't – it's like – Pick your poison there because if you move up from 35, you're moving up to some killers as well. So you're going to have to figure that out because either way, there's some killers. And Shakir's coming up from 130, though. So I think that Devin Hay needs to be more worried about a guy like Tank, Javante Davis, other than Shakir. Listen, from what I saw, if that Devin Haney tries to stand toe-to-toe with that Tank Davis, that's not going to be a good fight for Devin Haney. That's not going to be a good night. Uh, No, it will be. It'll be. Good night. Uh, for night, Devin night. But I, I just get the impression we can Trav that they're going to try to protect Devin as much as possible. Um, he's, you know, I'm not saying that he's had a weak competition cause he's not, he hasn't, it's just yeah. stylistically. I think he's been set up pretty well for his fights. Um, he has all the belts, all the hardware, 135. He's even admitted is hard to make nowadays. I mean, that's what happens naturally with your physique. Uh, yep. So I could see it where he's going to step up to 140 soon and at the same time avoid a Shakur Stevenson. I don't know. That's just my take, my quick take on that one. Uh, we can try anything else to mention about this one. Devin Haney still the, undis- uh, the uh, uh, undisputed champ here. Anything else to mention about this fight? Yeah, I mean, listen, when we look back in the history of the greats, you know, like Floyd Mayweather and those guys, if you look at those guys, those guys always have this one or two fights at this stage in their career that people kind of question. Yeah. Floyd Mayweather had that against Jose Luis Castillo, but Floyd rematched him and beat him. Okay. Yeah. So maybe if Devin Haney really, really believes in himself, then maybe he does have to rematch him. But I personally think if I'm managing Devin Haney's career right now, I'm telling him, let's move on, big boy, because. Yeah. I don't want to let him know why we're moving on, but I'm like, hey, we got bigger fish to fry. But hey, you—he's—he's he's dangerous. In Roman today's Chico's day dangerous. and age of social media, he's not going to be able to avoid it. It's on everything. Every post that they've made or his team's made since he won last night or on Saturday night, everyone is commenting about how he didn't. So eventually, it's we can try. Is it is it business or is it pride? Which one's going to take over? Is it going to be the business decision or is it going to be my pride's getting in the way of business? So we will see. And that is going to be the Devin Haney story uh, down the road. We can Trav coming here locally. That's this weekend, I believe this coming weekend here. Friday, we have, this Friday. Yep. Yeah. This Friday, we have more fights from the box lab guys uh, down here in Orlando. Talk to us a bit about this event coming up here. Cause it's what yeah. it's co-promoted. It's MVP as well. Yeah. Big yeah. Time. This is, in, this is MVP promotions. This is um, their all-star uh, like register uh, up and coming fighters that they have Jake Paul and Manda Serrano are supposed to be their ringside yep. on Friday night. They're also with the zone, which is, you know, one of the biggest boxing networks in the world. And they're coming to Orlando, Florida at Carib Royale because of box lab and like warriors boxing. This is phenomenal. It's the, be on the, the, the card is well, stacked. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's on DAZN as well. This card is stacked, man. And this is the first time DAZN has been here, so this is pretty cool, man. This is in Orlando. I'm gonna be there. We got our our normal table that we got there. B Money is gonna be on vacation, which is understandable. Going with the family, so we totally get that. But B Money, we're gonna represent Wang and Travis Hartman there because this is gonna be good fights. We got the Cuban defector. Um, what's his name? Kevin. Uh, Hi- I, for- I forgot his last name. Brown. Kevin Brown. I think is his name. Yep. Uh, yep. But Kevin he's Brown, like two Julius, and zero. Oh. Yep. 
He's like, we watched his pro debut, and this guy was already fighting like a 10-rounder. It was insane. I think yeah. he's fighting a 10 or 12-rounder now. So he's going to be there. It's going to be some good matchups, um, and, and I'm excited for it, man. Yeah, it's going to be pretty solid. So MVP, Most Valuable Prospects, that's going to be them. And Box Lab Promotions coming to you from the Carib Royale here in Orlando, Florida, Friday, May 26th. Uh, I believe you can still get your tickets. I'm not sure if that's on Ticketmaster or not. We will put a link. It is, on. yep. Okay, yes, we'll put a link. We'll put a link below uh, for tickets on that one. This is going to be on the zone, folks. So continuously stepping up and up and up in the world as the Orlando Central Florida area becomes that southern hub for boxing. Okay, we're not talking about Miami and Hollywood, Florida anymore. We're not talking about anywhere else. We're talking about Orlando, Central Florida. So it looks like we got Ashton Silva. We got uh, Angel or Bolar. Kevin Brown is what you're talking about. This is for the WBA yep. Continental America's title. It's Kevin Brown taking on Julian Smith. Um, Big fight, man. Bunch of other fights. A bunch of other local guys, too. Ramiro de, yep, de Jesus and a bunch of others. I'm just looking at the card here. So it'll be a fun night of boxing, folks. If you have the zone, check it out. If you're lo- live on, or live, if you're local in Florida and Orlando on Friday, you want something to do. Or if you have something to do, cancel your plans. You're going to this. Get your tickets for the Carib Royale Most Valuable Promotions and Box Lab Promotions putting on Friday Night Fights, which is live on zone Friday, May 26th. Let's go. Man. You did, man. man. Box Lab's go- been stepping up. I'm going to miss it, man. I'm going to miss it. That's also why we're dropping this episode early because we got we to gotta record. We got to put it out there. We got stuff going on. B-Money's out of town. Weekend Travis in Missouri right now. What are we doing? Yeah. This is awesome, man. This is, We're dedicated to this podcast, brother. That's yeah, why we're here. Hey, Weekend Trav, final thoughts from over there in, in the Midwest. Listen, final thoughts are I'm super happy with Box Lab and what they've done, what they're building, because we've said this from the beginning. I said it a couple of years ago. I was like, let's make Orlando, Florida the new mecca of boxing. You know, I was, I was exaggerating for effect a little bit, but look what they've really done, though. I mean, come on now. You're right. What you were saying, the, the hub is not really Miami and Fort Lauderdale and Hollywood and all those places or Jacksonville or somewhere. We're doing it right here in Central Florida, and that's because of a promotion company like Box Lab. We do have some other promoters, so I'm not trying to take away from them at all. Sure. But Box Lab has been doing a pretty big job by bringing different TV networks. They just had CBS two weeks ago there. Um, they've had Bally Sports Network. Now they're having DAZN. I mean, they've been doing quality, quality, quality work. Quality fights. They've been delivering. They started building up the um, the, the local boxing uh, scene there as well with some local Orlando boxers like Giovanni Estella, Adrian Pinheiro, yep. all of those guys with Orlando Boxing Club. There's going to be a couple of those guys on this card as well. So it's my final thoughts are boxing's amazing again in Orlando, and I, I I just love being a part of the growth of that and being here and giving it to everybody across the world because look out, Orlando, Florida, guys. We're going to have some world championship level fights there very, very soon. World title fights. We already have world championship level fighters, but I'm looking for world title fights happening right there in Orlando, Florida. Blockbuster fights. Bingo. The tides rise all boats. The tide being excellent boxing and the boats being you got box up promotions improving over the last year or so. I know we've been going to these shows because I get it on my 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 thing, like my story. Like a year ago, we were at the show. I mean, but I'm like, yeah. holy crud, it's already been a year. Um we got that. We got uh, the local gyms. You mentioned it. A lot of these boxing organizations and clubs and gyms, 
man, they are, they're seeing the fruit of this too, because their fighters are getting, are getting the great showcase opportunity of their skills. And we're seeing a lot of this talent come up through central Florida. It's awesome. I love to see it. So we can Trav on behalf of uh, everybody here at Wayne and with Travis Hartman. I look forward to being back in studio with you. Okay. You know, it's going to be another week, but we'll be there shortly. And we're going to post this early. uh, So we can Trav anything else. We drop this on a Monday instead of a Wednesday morning at 7.15 Standard Eastern Standard Time. In, in the, the world. world, because we are the number one beards, bourbon, and boxing podcast. Yada, 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 yada. We kind of went out of order in the whole thing, but here we are. In the world. That over there is Weekend Trav. That there is B-Money, a.k.a. Producer, a.k.a. Enjoy your vacation, brother. God bless. <laughs> Peace.